attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to a spooky. Is this a spooky one? Is this, I'm trying to do like. Yes. I should have brought Ghostface voice back from like two years ago when I used Ghostface to like intro the show. Maybe? I don't know. It's Halloween. I just want that 90s Halloween ghost sound that was like so iconic to the early 90s. It's like, it's so cheesy. Speaking of Halloween and Ghostface, I was literally watching a YouTube video while Noah was near me and Ghostface popped up. It was like some rumor video about the next Scream movie, whatever. But Ghostface popped up on the screen and Noah saw it. And this is how you know he's my son. He looked at it and he goes, Ghostface. No, he did not. No, he did not. <laughs> he did. 100%. He looked at it and his cute little two-year-old voice went, Ghostface. So oh, I, my work here is done. Like, he loves Disney and he likes Ghostface. I'm done. I'm done. I've got everything I need. Tapping out as a parent. You don't need to do anything more for him. <laughs> I'm done. It can only go downhill from here. But it is spooky, spooky, spooky season. And I'm very excited. We finally have our Halloween decorations up. I think last week... I talked about that they were not quite there yet. We finally did it this week. So all the decorations are up. Noah hand-painted a pumpkin. So that's front and center right now, too. And it's really cute. Aww. And we're finally feeling it. We watched a bunch of Chucky movies the other night. Um, and I know we're going to talk about Chucky in a second. But hold up. We, like, did a deep dive on Chucky. And we started with, like, the original Child's Play. And then Kurt was like, I need something more modern. So we found the reboot of Chucky with, like, Audrey Plaza in it. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's bad. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's like, it's beyond bad. Bad cheesy? Bad cheesy or bad, like, just terrible all around? Bad. Like, terrible. The whole thing is bad, but if you just need, like, a really bad horror movie to watch one night, go with that one. Have some drinks. It's fun. Anyway, we're going to talk about Chucky in a second because we got people here to talk about Chucky. We do, and they share a name, and you've heard us talk about them all the time. <laughs> They've been on the podcast several times. We've got Sierra 1 and Sierra 2. Which one is Sierra 1 and Sierra 2? Who knows? The debate is not a debate because I've said Jones is number one because you were here first. Oh, yeah, and I get to be number one. Yeah. That's oh, my true. gosh. Yeah. I mean, I would fight you on it, but I don't want to. <laughs> I won't fight you. Guys, we have the Sierras here. The Sierras. It's great. Yay! Yay! Um, If Kim were here, she would make her own clapping section and her own audience. But I see that neither of you have opted to do that this time. Yeah, no, I think we're good. We're much more humble. No, no, Dana, Kim brings an audience. Right, yeah, no, that's definitely a real audience that she brings, for sure. Uh, But thank you guys for being here. We wanted to have you both on because recently the three of us plus Ryan went to Halloween Horror Nights out here in Hollywood. And we wanted to go through what that experience was like, what we liked, what we didn't like. I know at this point, Halloween Horror Nights is sold out for the season, but we figured this would be really helpful for any of you listening for next year. If you're thinking about buying tickets or express pass tickets, which is what we did, and we can talk a little bit about what that entails. And then we're going to go through some of the mazes, some of our favorite mazes and some of our not so favorite mazes. And Adam is very jealous of all of us right now. I am beyond jealous. Granted, I did get to hang out with fan favorite Kim all night and play a Scream board game, which was maybe equally as exciting Mm -mm. as some of these mazes. I'm not sure. Ghostface would actually call my phone during the game. So we got our own version of it. But I am very jealous because some of my favorite franchises showed up as mazes this year. But I also like before we dive in, I think we should just talk about like I think this is something that is so unique and different between Universal and Disney when it comes to Halloween season. Mm-hmm. They do it so differently and have such different target audiences for this stuff. I mean, at Disney, like the scariest thing you're going to get is Haunted Mansion, right? And the rest of it is like fun-filled, family-friendly, go trick-or-treating to the different attractions, see the cast members, see Mickey, see, you know, Minnie and Daisy. And I think it's, is it Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle who dress up as the witches from- Oh, the um, Sanderson sisters. From Hocus Pocus yeah. now, from the San- Yeah. So that's as creepy and spooky as it gets at Disney. And then you go to Universal and it is a complete 180 in terms. And this is gore, blood, guts, horror to its finest, which you think back 
to like Universal, Universal like cut its teeth as a studio on about monster movies. And I'm so excited. Like they're making a new, it's like the monster movie and it's with um, Matt and Tyler from Radio Silence and they're bringing Melissa Barrera from Scream and like their next big project they're doing is a new updated like Universal monster movie. And it's going to be like a new version of a monster movie that's supposed to like pay homage to. It's so cool. I knew that it was happening. I didn't know who it was with. But yes, I had heard that there was a revamp of the monsters coming. And that's so iconic for Universal that I can't believe they haven't done it sooner, if I'm being honest. But they did. Was it Universal that did? I think it was that did the Invisible Man. Or was that Paramount? I don't remember. They. Oh, I think that was Paramount. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. It's much more modern. And it's, you know, the original Invisible Man is totally different. This is is the one with... Oh my gosh. I can um, never remember Elizabeth her name. Moss. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. That one's so good. Yeah. Oh, so, so I think monsters are making a comeback and I, I'm excited for it. I really like the universal yeah, monsters. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, come on. Let's like, let's be honest. It's the home of like Frankenstein and some of these other ones like Dracula. that are just dra- uh, the iconic yeah. monsters. The and Phantom I, like, of the I think opera. it's so cool. Yeah. And I love that universal just owns it every holiday season and turns it into the spectacle that it is. Cause I gotta be honest, I won't dive into it. Like we spent the day at universal doing the family friendly version of universal throughout the day with Noah and Kurt. And we had a great time, but when we were leaving to see the hordes of people in line to get in and we got to see, a including little us, tease, we got to see a little tease of Halloween Horror Nights on our way out. They had some of the street performers out and stuff like that as we were leaving from the regular universal day. And it looks amazing. Like, I am booking my trip now for next fall. I will be there. I have to experience this. I think it's incredible. And I cannot wait to dive in with you guys. I can't wait to hear all about it. Well, let's get into it. So I think first off, Sierra Leone has gone to Halloween Horror Nights for over a decade, maybe more. I've gone every year since 2009, minus one year. Okay, so this is your Super Bowl, isn't it? It is. I live for for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) She really does. I kept saying to Sierra Jones all day, I was like, I think this is Sierra's Christmas. I think this is like her Christmas morning. She wakes up and is so excited. And I just have not seen you light up. More than going to Halloween Horror Night. Are you like Mariah Carey, but like on September 1st or something, you like wake up and it's witchy season and like she wakes up on November 1st and it's Christmas. Basically, you are Halloween Mariah Carey. Except I'm all year long Mariah Carey at Christmas, but for Halloween. I I live, anyone who's (laughs) been over to my apartment knows I am a huge horror fan. I nerd out on all things horror. I had a um, overlook hotel hallway for years that has just now been redone but I want to live in a horror movie but not get murdered but I love being scared and so my favorite thing in the world is is horror and I live for the that not necessarily the blood and guts but I'll take it I'll take a slasher film I love being scared there's just something so like primal about it that it's also one of the big reasons I'm into true crime which is so horrendous but it's like the unfathomable is right. so fascinating to me. And right. horror movies are a very natural human draw yeah. to that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. I'm in the same category as you, though I did not decorate my house to look like <laughs> The Shining and Haunted Mansion combined. But oh, yes, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Can't forget Haunted yeah. Mansion. Yeah. But I, I agree. I think there's a lot of overlap with the with the two genres. Jones, do you also like horror I only like, like, slasher films. I like slasher. I like the gory stuff. So gross. I do not do things that involve possession or the devil. So anything that has exorcist (laughs) in the title, not for me. Because I will never sleep again if I watch those. Which made this year (laughs) Halloween Horror Nights very interesting for Jones because everything revolved around possession. Possession? Yeah, Yeah. like, I mean, even Chucky is possession. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're right, but Chucky's a little different because he's like a little campy for mm-hmm. me. Sorry, Dana. Yeah. No offense, Dana. Have you all watched the new Chucky show on Sci-Fi slash Peacock slash USA or whatever it's on now? No. No, I saw the oh. reboot that you were talking about with Aubrey Plaza because I love 
her and I love Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill does the voice. Oh yeah, I forgot Mark Hamill's the voice of Chucky. Like what? Yeah. But it was so and bad. There was like, so there was like a up. really bad Star Wars joke in there too that Chucky made. Like it was just it was and then, and like this one is Chucky is like not possessed. It's like a bad AI programming, like mm-hmm. evil AI in it. I don't know. It's so bad. Anyway, should we start with that one since we're talking yeah. about Chucky and just get it over with? Because I love it. But also, you do need to watch. It's on Peacock now, seasons one and two, and season three premieres tomorrow of Chucky on Peacock, NBC, Sci-Fi, whatever, that family of networks. It is so camp and so good, and I can't stop. You made it sound like we're promoing I was just going to say, I was like, how are you being paid out? (laughs) We are not. We are not. But real quick, before we get into Chucky, I do want to mention that the four of us had paid for the Express Pass. I know I said this earlier. The Express Pass was about a little over $200 a person. That's a lot of money. I think if you were to go and buy a regular pass, what is it? I think it's like 75, 80. So I actually think regular passes are like 129 these days. Like oh, wow. maybe maybe a little less for like the Thursday, Friday situation in the early days of it. But we went on a Saturday the second weekend, I think they were open. And it was actually, I think it was 259. It was we somewhere got a there. discount. We because, got a small yeah. discount. Yeah. Because we're we have annual passes there. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, so it's not cheap. And I think that's important to know. But what we're about to describe, we were able to go to all eight of the mazes. We were able to see one of the two shows. We would have been able to see both if we really wanted to. We rode, I think, three or four different rides that night. We really got everything accomplished from, what, 7 o'clock to 1 in the morning. We were able to do the entire park. So I do recommend getting the Express Pass if that's something that you're looking to do eventually. The price does go up the closer you get to Halloween and the closer you are to whatever date you book. So just be prepared that the tickets usually come out in early August and you should shell out that money around then for your September or October dates. Yeah, and I I will say from friends who have had past experiences and myself, granted, it has been a very long time since I bought a regular pass because of the lessons learned from years past. But I read that this year the lines were upwards of four to five hours for regular lines. And while, you know, I don't want to tell everyone to buy an express ticket because I want my lines as short as possible because I am dishing out that extra money. (laughs) I'm, I'm telling your listeners, like, it's worth it to buy the express pass because otherwise what was the longest amount of time you waited in line 15 minutes 20 minutes i think that we walked on to the first like three or four i think the stranger things one we waited for like five yeah and the bigger ones so okay let's we'll start with our strategy real quick and then we'll get into all of these mazes but we went right down to the lower lot universal has like three different lot tiers and the two like most popular mazes were The Last of Us and Stranger Things, and they both were right down in that lower lot next to each other. And so we started with Stranger Things. And ladies, what were your thoughts on Stranger Things? I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot. We also <laughs> did um, we also did the annual pass holder where we we saw it with the lights on. Um, so we did a walkthrough like the week before where we got to walk through and see what it looked like with the lights on. No actors. They had music and stuff, but obviously it was not in its full form. And I am a big fan of the show, and this focused around the most recent season, so a lot of Vecna happening, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool and really well done. Some of the the actor parts that they threw in could have come off a little cheesy, but otherwise I thought that it was one of the top. It was one of my tops, mostly because I kept my eyes closed for the ones that involved possession, so... Just half of them. Was the actor thing a theme? Because I will, like, I did my research. I watched some YouTube videos and Ordinary Adventures did, like, walk through on camera of most of these houses. So I feel like I got, like, a a weird (laughs) third-party view of these houses. So, like, there's so many actors, like, playing the characters from the shows, I noticed. Did that feel, is that what felt cheesy when it's, like, it's not really the actors from the shows and it's, like, Actors who kind of look like them, cosplaying as those actors is almost what it felt like. Did it feel cheesy to you that way and less scary? Or what would you think? Definitely not less scary. I just noticed them. And it, to me, came off a little bit cheesy at times just because they might be actors, but they're not super great at delivering the same line 
500 times over and over and over again. And as you walk through it, they're like resetting their position. So I feel like you walk into a scene that someone else has maybe gotten the full effect of and you're getting like the end of it. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, I mean, it's still great. I was going to use the word placement, but I thought Mm. that we got pretty aces placement. Like we were in the front, if not the very front of most of our groups the whole night, which I was very grateful for. And we would sometimes, (laughs) wasn't it Stranger Things, where we were pulled back so far that the guy like looked around for to us to make sure he people was like were hello coming. are you guys coming and jones was like oh sorry or was that when the lights were on i can't remember but <laughs> you know it you can back up a little bit but they're gonna yeah. they're gonna hurt they're gonna you still hurt, yeah. yeah 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 i i agree with you it was specifically like when max in stranger things is on the staircase mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was like oh i think we walked into her resetting herself i didn't really hear her lines or see anything like that but i loved that maze i thought that the vecna stuff and the clock it was so spooky my only qualm with it was that it ends with the snowball scene like you Mm -hmm. go out and that's just the exit i was waiting for a final scene which is the final of the series but that guy did get me oh yeah 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 because i just thought oh i thought we were walking into the prom yeah and then we weren't. And then we were done. But then there was still one more <laughs> one scare more actor scare. who was like, blah. Yeah. So. Did running up the hill play at any point? No. Nope. It was just oh, the, no. it was the ominous clock a lot. And you heard the Chrissy wake up. Yeah. But not the song version, but you heard that going Are on you sure? Lot. I swore I heard like a muffled of not the actual song, but the, just the beats of it. I heard oh. the, maybe the Metallica mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. At the end with Ed, Eddie? Eddie? Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on a scare factor of Easter Sunday picnic brunches <laughs> at one, and you are going to die in about two seconds as a 10, where are we at? A real intense scale we're talking about. <laughs> Three. I mean, yeah. two extremes. Three. Three. Should we say... Haunted Mansion and then peak Horror Nights for the scale? Yeah. yeah. I'd say three. Yeah, okay, that's more fair. I say Haunted three. Haunted Mansion, two. Yeah. Three. Yeah. I, I'm going to, can we do two scales? I, I would say a three for the scares and like a seven for the theme and the, the tone. I mean, listen, another thing that makes the Express Pass worth it is the production value is insane. Like, it's just you're walking into your favorite show or your favorite movie. You're mm. on sound stages or built up extensions of sound stages i mean for the stranger things when you start by walking into chrissy's trailer or yeah, eddie's trailer or whatever and you know you're you're instantly immersed so i don't care how That's not so cool. scary a maze is they're still awesome yeah i think that sierra what you're saying about this stuff there was flashback to literally 20 plus years ago when i was in college we got to work a haunted house in kansas city and this is when like universal would bring there was a period where they would bring their haunted houses around and do like smaller versions of them in cities cool. around the country so in kansas city it was stage fright at starlight and they took over this huge outdoor theater and universal produced these haunted houses and i still remember we we worked at it to like raise money for a charity or something we got to like be in there and scare people all night which is really fun but like I still remember exactly that. Like we'd been to haunted houses growing up in town and stuff like that, but nothing matched. Even this 20 years ago, I still remember nothing matched the production value behind what Universal is putting together with these mazes. Yep. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. It really is. Okay. So we also down there, we went to the last of us. I think that was our next one. So I have not seen the last of us. The show, I played the video game a bajillion years ago, so I didn't really know much of the story. But my understanding is this was inspired by the video game, not the TV series. Yes. So what were your guys' thoughts on The Last of Us? I liked it. Okay, Sierra, you got to give more. You can't just... Sierra, we got some more details. so sorry. Sierra, I liked it. <laughs> it no, nice. That was... <laughs> fine that was one of my other the other ones that i liked a lot but again to be fair i did have my eyes closed through half of the other mazes so those were two of my top ones just based on the the production value of them the the scares but also just what you're walking through is very cool in some of the other ones i don't always notice what's happening around me as much i get that because i was gonna say that stranger things and last of us were probably the ones that are the most walkable like you're not mm. constantly <laughs> fearing for your life. 
Whereas Jones, as mentioned previously, with her struggling with possession and paranormal (laughs) things, the rest of the houses were very much possession themed. So I understand that. And they were really well done. The Last of Us one, I felt like I was just walking through. You remember the Walking Dead? Yes, the Walking Dead maze. Yeah, the permanent one that they had. It looked very similar. Yes. I thought of that a lot. And I was almost like, did they just repurpose some stuff from Mm -hmm. that? But yeah, Universal Studios used to have a like full-time standing maze and it was the walking dead themed and i agree it had like the trees and it looked all ominous and Mm -hmm. i thought it was fun and yeah to your same point stranger things and last of us they told a story like they were really fluid with their storytelling versus other ones which were great but they were just you know a lot of jump scare stuff yeah chaos i'm all about those stories this is one i gotta ask about the actors again because i watched the video of this one and this one seems like you saw Joe and um, I'm blanking on, is it Abby or no? Joel and Ellie. Joel and Ellie. Joe and Abby. Joel and Ellie. Joe and Abby in my world. (laughs) Anyway, Joel and Ellie. You see Joel and Ellie. I feel like, did you see them multiple times throughout the maze? And there were different actors playing them. And I remember like watching the video and I was like, oh, that that Joel doesn't look like that Joel or that Joel. (laughs) It was was a bit of a stretch of the imagination to think they were the same person. Is that, did you feel like that in the house? Yeah, I would say that that's one of the reasons I think that the actors are a little bit cheesy at parts because it is so noticeable that they are not the same people. But you mm-hmm. can't expect that. But I also don't think that they're 100% necessary. It might be cool mm-hmm. to see them once and then you don't really need to see them again because yeah, they could tell the story a different way. But either way, I still really liked it. Yeah. Are we this used to animatronics in our lives now? <laughs> Like well, going to the parks and are so used to animatronics where it is the same thing. We'll get ready for our conversation when we get to Evil Dead because I have thoughts. <laughs> Let's go there. Ooh. Let's go to Evil Dead Let's next. go there. Let's talk about Evil Dead because I just watched this movie oh. for the first time on a plane going to LA last trip. We were out there like the same weekend you guys were going. I think it's when I finally watched Evil yeah. Dead Rise on the plane. So I'm very curious to hear what y'all thought of this one because I thought the movie was phenomenal and campy and great and like everything you wanted in a horror movie yeah and so sierra leone and i had seen the movie jones not so much because again (laughs) it's paranormal but i found this maze was exactly like the movie so if the movie scared the dickens out of you this maze would scare the dickens out of you but they had those real scenes from the movie throughout, you know, the bathtub scene, the um, sun's room or the DJ yeah. setup, like it looked mm-hmm. like you were in the movie. Yes. It was wild. We walked on set. That's what it felt like. The daughter, the teenage daughter, uh, not to spoil, but spoiling a little bit, there's a moment where she is becoming possessed and is eating like a glass, like a cup. And you see her doing that in these scenes. I know you didn't see any of this, Jones, because you had your eyes covered, I'm sure. But uh, they were close. They were closed and buried, I think, in Sierra's back. <laughs> uh, but they had all of those scenes, including the final the final character at the end comes out at you. And same as you, Adam, I had just seen this movie. And so I loved this maze. I think it is probably my favorite ma- or second favorite maze of the night. Because I think I was just so into the story and the scares were phenomenal. They really got me. Yeah, I agree. I think that mom looked really good. Oh, yeah. The makeup on all the moms Mm -hmm. looked fantastic. My only problem is because it's in the old space where Walking Dead was. Yeah. They have a lot of those automated animatronics that come out at you and they don't move. So it was a lot of slow moving things coming at you, which don't scare me. But I thought it looked great. But I was worried that they were going to rely on that too much. And, well, I think they did a little bit in that house. I agree. I forgot about that. But you're right. They did lean a little bit there. And they could have probably done more. Um, But, oh, the other scene I loved was the kind of one of their opening scenes in the movie was the elevator Mm. with the mom. And they had had her body kind of dangling from the the elevator. Oh, my God. When we walked in. Yes. Yes. So good. That was really That neat. was fantastic. And she was constantly moving. I know Jones is over here shaking her head. She hates this stuff it. so much. <laughs> no, my eyes Jones were like, closed. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on a scare factor from, what was our scale? One to ten. Ten. One. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra? Uh, I'm going to give Evil Dead a five. Oh. 
Makes a lot to scare you. Well, you both were with me. I was screaming the entire night. So you know what I mean? Like what I'm looking for is, uh, well, anyway. She wants a she wants a maze where she has to close her eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this one a seven. It scared me. I love um, that. But how about for the theme and look? Would you one to ten? Dude, I give it a nine. It looked great. It literally was. It may be because it's such a fresh movie, but the bathroom scene you were in the movie. It was it was yeah. wild. I agree. On I'm so nine. jealous. You you get you have a oh I can't comment on okay. that. <laughs> Okay, can we move to the one I'm most anticipating? Because I've been mentioning this all night. Chucky, can we please talk about Chucky? That's right. Please. We'll let Dana take this one. Oh, well, I set this up (laughs) in our last episode that I am not a fan of Chucky because I was scared so much as a kid by the box in the movie rental store. I just, I don't like Chucky. So I was not excited to go to this one, but it is exactly what you picture it's very campy and cheesy and i loved it for that part so when you walked in they had all of the chucky nice guy good guy whatever he's called uh good guy good guy boxes the doll boxes like basically making a tunnel for you to go into this maze and then the premise was that like chucky was it was like a kill count and that people weren't dying. So he was taking over and killing people. So I don't know. I've never seen Chucky. I don't know the story except that he's an evil doll. So I didn't know what was happening except for other box covers I've seen of his wife and I think his child. child. Yeah. Seed of Chucky. So, okay. Let me just, let me educate you quickly. Oh, uh, no. Like 30 second Chucky education. It's fine. Chucky is... The doll possessed by Charles Lee Ray, who is the serial killer. So you're into true crime. Like you and Leone should totally be into this. So who is like this notorious serial killer who in child's play gets hunted down by the cops at the beginning and does voodoo and transfers his soul into this doll. And then it just gets (laughs) jumps the shark and then jumps the shark and then jumps the shark. Like (laughs) Jennifer Tilly plays herself who's now possessed by Chucky's girlfriend. Like it's a whole, it's, it's a whole thing that just keeps going and going. And then like the Chucky doll and the Jennifer Tilly doll have a baby who's the seed of Chucky and put it, it's, it just, it doesn't end. And then the TV show, which I think a lot of this from what I was watching on the YouTube videos of this house was like, a lot of this is based off of some of the newer stuff in the TV show. And it just gets campier and campier and weirder. And like, they're all back and it's just, they're all possessed by Chucky and Chucky split his personality into multiple people. I don't know. It's a thing. You just kind of got to go with it and be in for the fun and the campiness of it and the random kills. And that's, that's Chucky. And random kills this maze had (laughs) for sure. What'd you guys think? Sierra, you love Chucky. Tell me what your thoughts were. I actually do not. Oh, I don't No, I like camp. I Mm -hmm. like evil dead a lot, but I think Chucky is a little (laughs) too ridiculous for me i know that sounds insane because i'm into horror movies but chucky lost me i've seen all of them because because you're you know i'm i'm you know (laughs) but i actually thought that the i almost said the ride the maze was fun i liked that it was like this adventure where he's like keeping track of how many people he's killed while you make your way through the maze i also liked that there were different versions of chucky like (laughs) size and placement, like he was just like all over the place. So you never knew what was coming. And it w- it did not follow a storyline or like a um, in the movies. So you were literally walking through rooms having no idea what was going to happen. Even if you had seen oh, the movie, fun. you'd be like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the movies or the TV show, but I think that Chucky's funny. He's just kind of campy. And I don't actually think that he's yeah. scary, shockingly. Um <laughs> I liked the maze a lot. I thought it was fun. They had like a giant size Chucky at yeah. one point, which the was end. cool. So yeah, fun. he was animatronic, but you know, this is where animatronics. Yes, um, this is where animatronics works because he's a doll. So it was totally believable to see this like kind of deformed looking. It's a small world character like yeah. running around <laughs> everywhere, and he had like those knives and stuff. But yeah, there was a giant. What would you say, like ten foot tall Chucky? Oh, yeah, he was end. big. Yeah. So I did a little deep dive on the Chucky mazes and I watched the video from the Chucky maze at Universal Studios Orlando. And the big difference is in Orlando, all the Chucky's were puppets, but in Hollywood, they were animatronics. 
So it's an interesting, oh. and like a lot of the reaction has been the maze is so much better in Hollywood than the one in Orlando because Orlando was all actual puppets. In Hollywood, were really done well animatronics of Chucky. So maybe they didn't have the budget to double up the animatronics, mm. and one place got puppets, and one place got the animatronics. But I think it's cool. The animatronics looked amazing, and like I love it. I think it's great, and also. Maybe this will wind me up in prison. I don't know, but I'm 100% hunting for a Chucky costume for Noah for Halloween this year because he's at that perfect age that he's like that tall. And if I can get him in the suspenders and the shirt and a little wig. Ah, oh, you can find wait. it. I've seen oh, other kids. I've seen like older kids too, like eight, <laughs> 10 years old in, in that kind of costume. So I think you'll be able to find it. Yeah, Just don't get him a, yeah, don't get him a real knife and you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, scale of scares. Uh, one to 10, how scary was it? I give that one a five also. Okay. Are we, t- oh wait, sorry. Are we talking like how many people jumped and scared you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I go five. Okay. It's not, uh, yeah, not like actually. No, like how you're w- on your scale of how scary it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that one was scary at all. I think that one was like a two. I yeah. love you so I, much. <laughs> I agree. I was going to give it a three. I was going to give it a three. I didn't think that there were a lot of jump out people. And then also it just wasn't as scary and that's coming from me, the person who's always not liked Chucky. As far as the <laughs> theming goes, I'm going to give it probably a five. Again, just because I'm not a Chucky fan, but I thought they did a great job with it. Yeah, it was fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I give it, yeah, five, six. All right, so the next one I want to ask you all about, The Exorcist. Oh, right. Which will be a Joan's favorite. She's got so many detailed, clear memories of this one from her eyes wide open during the entire time. I guess I'm curious about this one because I think it's so interesting that we've only seen a trailer for The Exorcist Believer. Like, the movie's not out yet, and they did a whole maze on a movie that's not out yet. And everything I read was it's basically the trailer in maze form. Yeah, so you're kind of, like, helping find the girls is what it kind of seemed like. And this is just going based off the 30-second teaser trailer that I watched because I don't want to watch the full trailer for this yet. I would rather just go in fresh because I'm going to see it regardless. But can we go um, see it together? Yes, we're taking John and. Oh, sorry, we can edit this out, but John is terrified. Really? Like he's like, oh, you can't go. You have someone has to hold my hand. So, um, <laughs> you and John, John can just stay, hold each other. Yeah. John can stay home. He and I will stay home. Josh also wants to see it, so you guys can go. We'll watch uh, <laughs> something fuzzy and happy at home. But it seemed like what you were doing is when you entered the maze, you were immediately helping find the girls. And then you, unfortunately, do find the girls in the state that they're in. I went to, I I can't remember if it was the exorcist exactly maze, but there was a lot more possession in that one. This one, I felt, was a little watered down. But I think that that was maybe in a way to protect Spoilers. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised because, again, I know The Exorcist, the original, and you do see the original and scenes from the original in this one or that I recognize. But there was also stuff I didn't know at all. Um, It's scary. It it really looks like The Exorcist. She is scary. Reagan and the Reagan babies or whatever (laughs) we're talking about. (laughs) Um, But then also, like, there was just some really jarring scenes that you clearly did not see jones but like the exorcist possessed person in bed with the mm-hmm. sheet over it say that over its face yeah. like sitting up like a ghost in bed holding i think holding a cross or maybe there are crosses on the walls but i don't remember but it was it was intense i can guarantee no catholic is going through there without um <laughs> maybe a rosary and praying hardcore afterwards throwing holy water and everything <laughs> so leone since you're the expert here is the Exorcist believer? Is this what they've decided is like the direct sequel to the original Exorcist? Is that how they're playing this? Like this is because the mom isn't the mom back for this one? She is, but I'm not sure. Again, I just saw a really quick teaser trailer. Yeah. But what I'm guessing is that she has now come to like advise because mm-hmm. like the Catholic Church has said like okay, well she obviously had a yeah. genuine exorcism, and so they bring her on board to help. But that's my guess. Yeah. You all know about those crazy stories about all the weird stuff that happened on that set, right? Like, yeah, no, I don't. I, it's like it's, the, it's like poltergeist. They're both known to be it? cursed. Yeah, they're both cursed. Yeah, it's that poltergeist set. I know. Oh my God. I think our scale of one to 10 on Scary Factor with The Exorcist. I loved it. I thought they watered it down a little bit because they were preserving the story, but I liked the makeup on the girls, and I'll give it a 
five and a half, six. For scare. And for then scare. What, what would you say for theme? I think for theme, I again, since it was watered down, I think I'm going six. Okay. Sierra, what can you say? <laughs> ten. That's a ten on the scare level, and that's an NA on the design, because that's not applicable to me. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a seven on the scare factor and then a six on the theming. Yeah. I like Sierra Jones's like just straight honesty on this. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Close my eyes the whole time. Wasn't gonna be there. You're like on the, this will bring up bad memories for some folks, but on the Ellen show when she used to send a writer to the haunted houses at Universal. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. year. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. his eyes would be closed the whole time. Anyway, so I know there were a couple other like really, and I don't want to call them generic, but they were like, I feel like classic Universal haunted houses with the monsters and things like that. But what I really want to know about before we run out of time today is Hollywood tram tour and how they just ditch you off the tram by like the psycho house and what happens. So can you guys talk us through the Halloween Horror Nights version of the backlot tram tour, whatever they call it? Yeah, I know I've been on it before and it's usually like one of the coolest parts because you basically get on the tram where you normally board, they take you down and then the tour guide is instructed to be like, well, uh, I think the tour tram's going to stop working now. So you guys have to get out and you get out right down before the psycho house, right? Right, yeah, a, you right around through the Bates motel. Yeah. And they make you walk next to the Bates motel. So oh. real quick, Adam, one time I did this and it was scream themed. So it was all <gasps> ghost face that came out. Stop. Yeah. It was really cool. It was probably like 2012 or 13. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like that. after yeah. scream four or something. I think so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, every time every time I've ever done it, it's always like one of the coolest parts, which I'm sure Sierra can attest to on all the many times that she's been. This time it was like you were met by a gross exterminator who looked a little bit like a plumber uh, <laughs> and a fly and a Beetlejuice. Yeah, he, he but looked not like in a Beetlejuice mixed with the alien from Men in Black when he's in the human suit. Yes. Yeah. At, uh, More sugar. Sugar. Sugar water. <laughs> sugar water. Sugar and water. <laughs> an Egger suit. That's Egger. 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 Your Egger. skin's hanging off your bones. Skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> yeah. And then everything that scared you was a bug. And they mostly look like flies, I think, and roaches. They were scary, I guess, if you think that that's scary. But they were all very, like, heavily masked people. And the theme itself just was mediocre for me, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mediocre at best. There were some cute things they were trying. Like they had a fly version of a Karen and they had like a selfie taking woman fly. Um, but it was like all these people were half human, half fly. And um, it, it just felt really cheesy and not a great way. And it something was amiss. They didn't have, they didn't connect the dots on their scare factor. So it was just purely cheesy. And then the second half, you passed the Bates house, the psycho house, and we all took a picture. But then it goes into the Jordan Peele, Nope and Us section. So you walked through the town. What's that called? Something Jupiter's Claim. Jupiter's Claim. So you walk through oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that's like actual set pieces. But you also walk through War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And that's a, that's a real... that. Plane wreck is the you don't walk through the plane you, crash. You, yeah, yes, yeah. you walk through the neighborhood and they scare you. My problem with it they was they dream. felt like few and far between, and you could see them coming. Yep, a million miles away. Mm-hmm. So that's the only mm-hmm. problem for me with the tram. Where I thought the seeing them from far away worked on this was the us characters mm-hmm. from Jordan Peele because they're already like it's okay to see them from far away and they're still like got that evil face and then they do like kind of a quick cut and then they stop and then they do another quick walk and then they stop. And so that Mm. worked there. I wish that they had just done us for the entire thing. I Mm -hmm. think would have been way better, but uh oh, I just realized that I totally forgot that that happened (laughs) 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 because that part was scary as it was. So that part freaked me out so bad because I can't even watch us because they're like, possessed versions of themselves so i completely i was like you know what they should have let us walk through the area where nope is (laughs) and we did walk through it so i think my eyes were closed shocker so do they make you do the scariest thing ever and that's go then through the fast and furious ride that is a nightmare in itself 
Thank goodness they no. did not. No, that's that would have been the scariest <laughs> part of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Please, no. Anything but that. Don't make me go to the Fast and the Furious. I don't want to see Vin Diesel. I don't even put my glasses on for that one anymore. Same. I mean, I think that's so cool that you get to get off the tram and like go because we did the we did the tram tour earlier in the day and we drove through all that. And I gotta say, note to folks going to Universal during Halloween Horror Nights, the Bates Motel bit is not as good as when it normally is because they had the Bates Motel like kind of blocked off with stuff for Halloween Horror Nights. And Norman was up at the house this time, just kind of he doesn't chase after the tram like he usually does. He was just kind of standing there showing his knife, like, up at the house. By the way, we need to find, Dana, side note, we need to find somebody who's been Norman Bates on the tram tour and bring them on to be like, what is your life and what was that job like? Because do you really just stand there for eight hours a day chasing people with a knife? Done. We can find that person. Uh, Yeah, I can. Yeah. We can talk to. know a lot of people who have worked there. We got to find them. I need to know. Like, I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated by that job. Like yeah. what that job is. I can tell you they usually rotate if that's helpful. They rotate like 30 minutes and then they go do something else. That's good. What is the something else? What do you do? I want to know. <laughs> anyway. You go Not- play Optimus Prime for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then a troll. Yeah. <laughs> and then a minion. Okay. So real quick, the terror tram on a scale of scares, one to 10. Scares? I'm, I'm seriously going. Well, okay. No, the nope part. I'll go... I'll go zero up until the no part, and then I'll give the no part a four. I'll take that same answer. Yeah. Yeah. I give the no part like a seven, but the rest is, yeah, the rest of it is zero. Just re unlocked some nightmares for you. It sure did. I blocked all of that out. <laughs> and as far as theming is concerned, no. Zero for the it's, trans it's art. Not yeah. Scary. Which could have been so much better, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It has been. They've made it like Camp Crystal Lake. They've made it, you know. Yeah, they did they, the Scream one. Oh, that would have been cool. Ugh. The Scream one was fun. I just remember they just kept popping out everywhere in that World of the Worlds set. And mm-hmm. um, the Terror Tram also does a show, like a video before mm-hmm. you get there. And the Scream one was super cool, too. It was like the ghost face killed the tram driver oh. or something. Fun. Oh. <laughs> did you, did you <laughs> just gasp? This is my dream. <laughs> such a poor turn the tram driver they don't even get paid very much they don't deserve that i know yeah but that's great because their other part of the job is being norman bates so (laughs) (laughs) this sounds incredible i am in terrifying and i am so jealous that i've never done a halloween horror nights the only the only one of these curtain i did was during the pandemic in october of 2020 we went to Universal Orlando when they just kind of reopened, have been reopened for a little bit, and they opened two houses, but they literally, to make them like haunted houses COVID safe, they had all the actors behind plexiglass, and they were open during the day because the parks were closing early, and pandemic, weird times. But like you knew the scares were coming because there was a giant sheet of plexiglass in front of you, and then somebody would like bang on the plexiglass, and that was the scare. So... One day I will experience this for real. I'd love to know before we wrap up, what was your favorite maze, Dana? My favorite maze was Holidays in Hell. Yes, mine too. Uh, because so good, so good. Yes, yes. so the, <laughs> the the premise of this, which is like, there's no movie IP or anything like that. It's just exactly what it sounds like. Every room that you go into in this maze is themed after one of the major holidays. So you go through Easter <laughs> and Fourth of July and Halloween and Christmas and Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day. They're all there, and so each room it's like kind of a demonic version of any of those. So I remember. The Easter room had like a very demonic Easter giant bunny that came out at you. But the whole room smelled of peeps candy. You know, the Christmas one smelled of pine scent. Like all of them were really well scented. <laughs> Ladies, what do you guys think of that? I, it's my favorite. I've been telling it, it. It caught me off guard. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's a non-IP thing. I like these ones with big production value. And then we walked in and I was like, this is wild. The Halloween room was the yes. best. Yes. It was one right after the other. It was as if all of the scares from all the other mazes were in one room. And I was like, this is what I live for. <laughs> this is what I want. Remember we go a inside yeah. a pumpkin? Yes. Yeah. That was cool. It was oh, so that's cool. cool. I loved, great. I loved it too. The Halloween room was amazing. They had all these guys with the jack-o'-lantern heads. Yeah. And you didn't know which ones were real and which ones were fake. Yeah. It was so great. And they would jump out. It was fantastic. And yeah. it was like, there were like, 
what, 20 of them and maybe 15 of them were real or maybe not that many, but it just felt like when we walked into that room alone, so we were getting everything and it was, oh my God, I just loved it. It's my favorite. I know. It was the best. On a scale, I give this one a 10 on the scares because it like really freaked me out most of this. Like I was not expecting anything and they kept jumping out at you. And like you said, at the very end, it was just like a bam, bam, bam. They just kept at you in that Halloween room. So I give it a 10 on the scares and a 10 on theming. That was such a clever way of doing a uh, maze. So I loved it. Yeah, I give it an eight on the scares for sure. I loved it so much. And then the theming I just thought was so much fun. I'll give it a nine. They had a Krampus one one year that was like (laughs) the best thing I've ever gone through in my life. So (laughs) this brought back some of that joy. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree with Sierra. I think an eight and a nine. Very good. Cool. So. I am very curious because we talked about so many highlights from this night. Was there one for each of you, just one epic from the night that people (laughs) should keep in mind and maybe something they shouldn't waste their time with if they are still going this year or going to go next year? Was there something that just was not worth the time, not worth waiting, not worth it at all for each of you? I think we all have the same one. Mm-hmm. I have one uh, one different one, which was oh. the fact that we went to the Stranger Things themed bar, which was oh. sponsored by Stella Artois. And the Stellar we, Bar. Yep, the Stellar Bar. Very clever. Oh, and don't tell me this wasn't good. Well, we no, I mean it looked great. We waited in line for probably like twenty five, oh, maybe that was our thirty longest, longest line. Yeah, twenty five thirty minutes. We went up to get beer and maybe one of the themed cocktails, and they had no more beer. It didn't tell us while we waited the 40 minutes. Oh, that's a fail. How do you not tell people? Yeah. They also had another bar steps away, steps away on the other side that they could have directed people to, but did not. And that bar had no line and, and beer. had beer. And the bartender was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And accommodating. But how do you, at an event like this, at a place like that, how do you run out of beer at one bar? Especially a bar that was sponsored by beer. Stella. Stella. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty lame. You're right. That that did suck. But once we got to the other side, though, it was lovely. Yeah. Because there was so, nobody there. So that's the tip. That's the pro tip. If you do go, just skip the whole line and go towards, it'll say VIP section. But like only half of the section is VIP and the other half is regular. So just walk over there. That's what we learned the hard way and the expensive way because we still bought lame drinks in the front and then we walked over and bought beer. And I think we forced Ryan, poor Ryan, <laughs> to finish these really gross, like licorice flavored drinks. Oh, no. Is there like some Midori them, in there? I like to call them Jones drinks. <laughs> <laughs> rude. Rude. You know what, Sierra? Rude. <laughs> I think this tracks. I think you were drinking one of those out of the uh, yard long as soon as we got to Vegas. A couple Adam. Ago, so. How dare you? Those are delicious. <laughs> she was. She was very proud of it. And it was mostly gone by the time we showed up, which was, we'd only missed you by an hour. So you really went through that thing fast. That They're frozen. Gone. You have to drink them fast. <laughs> You're in Vegas, girl. You do you. The other low that I think we all felt, and it was also the very last thing we did of the night, was seeing the Blumhouse performance. And it was just like kind of a promo for Blumhouse with Megan. And now I'd seen on social media that Megan comes out and does her dance and it looked really cool. And that's what this all it was. It was like five minutes of watching a trailer for an upcoming Blumhouse movie. And then also seeing Megan come out for the last two minutes. And there was a few Megans and she does her dance and then it's over. It was like lights come on. There's the exit. And it was so underwhelming. And we sat front row and it was still underwhelming yeah oh no so but speaking of Blumhouse, though have you guys seen the trailer for the new the one that's coming out on amazon the new one with um yes that's the one that we watched that's the trailer oh is that the trailer that we that looks so good the time traveling serial killer come on oh wait no that's not the one we watched we watched the the friday night at freddy's yeah friday night at freddy's it's like five five nights at five nights close enough we're like walking this is this is that other new one This is the other new one that's going to be on Amazon. It's the one with What's-Her-Face from Sabrina on Netflix. And she was in Mad Men. I'm blinking on her name. Karina or whatever her name is. And it's like a time-traveling serial killer or something. I don't know. I'm very excited for this. It's like Scream meets 
Back to the Future is what they were calling it. So I'm all in for that one. But so the dancing Megans weren't cool. The dancing not the dance it. was cool. And they, they looked did. good. And they looked good. And in the room before you went into this theater, which was the Kung Fu Panda Theater. Kung Fu Panda Adventure, in case you want to check it out. <laughs> it's Sierra's favorite. Sponsored, sponsored by Sierra Jones. Sierra, so that was Noah's favorite thing the entire day. He sat in the chair and was so happy the entire time. He like sat in the moving chair and he loved it, was giggling and laughing. And like you and him, next time we're there, you and him can go to just go sit there all day and he'd be the happiest camper on the planet. Oh, I love that. Noah and I, after the same things. Same, same, <laughs> Noah, same. <laughs> but we didn't get to the other show, which was over at Waterworld and it was a purge theme. I heard that it was also just as lame. So I guess my mm-hmm. advice is to just skip the shows at Halloween Horror Nights, at least this round. But yeah, that, that would be my advice. That's too bad because I love The Purge. Same. The Purge is like, I, I love those movies. Same. Yeah, I, heard I, I, I didn't watch the Wild West one. Did you watch the Wild West one, whatever, the, the Forever Purge or something? Oh, yeah, I watched like, all of them. Wild. Was that one any good, The Forever Purge? Should I give it a chance? I've been highly entertained by all of them. I can't remember that specifically, it being the Wild West, but I, I love I all know, of them. Because like, it's kind of like, them too. it's my dream. The dream. <laughs> You heard it here. Sierra wants her to be a purge. Yeah, listen. I don't know if you know this, but there's like we're very heavily populated. (laughs) Zombie zombie apocalypse. No, thank you. But everybody killing each other in the streets for 12 hours. Cool. Good to go. According to Sierra Jones. (laughs) I I take a zombie apocalypse Uh, too. That sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, happy early Halloween. Happy spooky season. I'm sure Dana and I will have much more spooky things to talk about over the next couple of weeks before it eventually is Mariah season. In just oh, a few goodness. short weeks. It's time. In just oh, a few no. short weeks. You just wait. Anyway, and we'll, I think we definitely will talk about the Disney parks too. Talk about all the Halloween happenings there. Because we talked a little bit about it, but not too much and all that fun stuff. But yeah, Sierra and Sierra, thank you. Thanks Yay. for coming back. Thanks for having us, guys. Us. I know. Always a pleasure. We always love to have the Sierras and someday we'll have fan favorite Kim and Carly back again too. And we'll do a whole big group one. So all right, I'll talk about horror all day with you guys. (laughs) I mean guys, we're coming up. This is episode ninety seven. We're coming up on the big one hundred. I feel like that might be the one. Yeah, and we have you all back. I'm in. That'd be great. Unpaid intern Ryan Ryan will love that. (laughs) Ryan's head might explode, but Right. <laughs> we'll do it. We love you, Ryan. All right. On that note, <laughs> thanks again. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye.